about the best of life in Harrogate. This is the Your Harrogate podcast. Welcome to another podcast from Your Harrogate. And it's Nick Hancock here. So you probably know I am on the radio every weekday morning because I have been for a long time now, probably since God was in short trousers. But we got a bit extra for you today. So obviously on the radio every morning, we have all the local info and lots of tunes and lots of travel news and lots of fun and games. But we got a bit of a longer chat on the podcast today about something very exciting, which you should get involved with in Harrogate next week. Priscilla, the Queen of the Desert, is coming to Harrogate Theatre, and we are delighted to be joined by Vicky, who's actually put all this show together. Vicky Eustace and one of the cast, Clive Kirkham. So it's really great to see both of you. And at this stage where there's a few days to go before Curtin up, how is everybody feeling, Vicky? Uh, it was pretty energetic in the rehearsal room, it wasn't was, it, this yeah. week? So I've had the luxury this time of not being in the show myself, so I've not been rehearsing. So it's been quite nice to come down as a committee member and just see kind of the energy of the company and what they're getting up to and kind of drop in at different points in the rehearsal period. So I've seen it kind of at the start, first rehearsal in, mm. and then when you were doing full runs this week, which was more yeah. than energetic and quite full, full and a, fast-paced, wasn't it? It's a full-on <laughs> show. I mean, it's kind of like a roller coaster and you roll from one song to another to another dance routine and um, because we've been sort of rehearsing in individual silos really like the main three have been working and the divas have been working and the chorus and ensemble have been doing music we're actually now all starting to meet up together again so we're all feeding off each other's energy but it's great to see what everybody else has been doing and how it fits together as a kind of maelstrom of a jigsaw really yeah it's a massive difference for us in terms of production from last year so we've gone from people being green in shrek and dressed as fairy tale creatures and having this neverland type mm. approach to going to full glitz and glam um, but still some of the bonkers nature of that we've got cupcakes oh, yeah. we've got people painting we've got absolutely phenomenally there are koalas kangaroos emus yeah everything australian (laughs) so it's been quite a change which is nice so can we talk a bit without giving too much away but for people who i i've heard of priscilla queen of the desert but i've never seen it so so can we give a bit of storyline without without too many spoilers but a bit of an idea of of what to expect so we chose as a uh, chose it as a show as a committee because it is such an upbeat musical and it covers a lot of themes around individuality and kind of friendship and mainly it's got an absolutely phenomenal soundtrack so mm. it's sort of all those jukebox kind of classics the dance floor wedding party type vibes, isn't it? I will survive and uh, girls just want to have fun. So that was one of the reasons we chose it as a show. But actually, the story is based from a film and that's Mm. got a much more kind of cultish following, hasn't it, behind it, the film? It has. It was a bit of an indie kind of movie when it first came out because back in the 90s when it first came out as a movie, things like drag and transgender issues weren't really very mainstream and they certainly weren't topics for films. Uh, so when it came out, it was a bit of a trailblazer, really. But because it's really feel good and it is very much about how these friendships develop and change over time, literally on the journey and 
in their relationships as they carry on. It has acquired a bit of a status because it's upbeat, it's funny. Um, there are some poignant moments in it too. It brings to the fore some issues which sadly are still relevant today, like transphobia and homophobia and violence against queer communities. I don't want to sound too heavy, though, because that is an important part in it, but it isn't the overall. And overall, what wins out is love, acceptance, yeah. difference, fun. And I think it's been great for the cast to tackle some of those things because there are those kind of raw issues within it, but it comes in such a uh, kind of way that it touches upon it and then it moves on mm-hmm. to something much brighter and actually it gives a really rounded feel um, when you're watching the show you get those kind of elements of everything you get some dance you get some fantastic kind of pop classics mm, yeah, you get yeah, some yeah. real comedy moments oh, at yeah. points don't you and the original production um, in the West End and both um, in Broadway won lots and lots of awards for its costume design because obviously with the luxury of drag comes the wonderful world of everything out there glitz glamour and full yeah. costume yeah. so um we're really excited our costumes arrive this weekend they do they? so we we're starting rehearsing those at that. all um but yeah it'll be a feast for the eyes as much as the senses i think that gives it. us a really good flavor of, of what to expect and the film is nearly 30 years old it yeah. and it's so interesting that you say clive that actually there's issues that are still very relevant in 2023. For sure. I mean, you only have to turn on the news in this country to hear the far right talk about how trans people are the enemy, um, how gay people are grooming children, how drag is like an, a threat to civilization. And I know it's the sort of far right um, minimal part of politics, but they have a very loud voice and it sort of carries on. Um, and so people get under attack and people are under attack. And you see that in this piece. Um, in a very sort of powerful and profound moment in Act 2. But as Vicky says, that's not where it ends. It ends with optimism, it ends with moving forward, it ends with reconciliation and people finding a way to move forward, which hopefully the centre of politics will prevail. And you look at that in the storyline, thinking it's 30 years ago, there's actually some quite profound moments in terms of characterisation, isn't there, between Mm. Marion and Tick? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just kind of... Gay parenting is an issue. uh, Parenting a a son, but, you know, Tick not necessarily, and Marion in a conventional sort of relationship. They are married, but it's not what you would see. So it, it does kind of make you think about relationships make you think about friendships in maybe a different way and I think it would make a really good night out with a group of friends oh, probably yeah. for that reason wouldn't it because you'll probably spark those things of oh do you remember when we went on this journey and yeah, that yeah. happened something yeah, yeah. mad happened or oh gosh I remember singing I will survive in somebody's wedding I think it will kind of spark those things that's quite a good thing for people then isn't it to know that if you're going out as a group of you and whether that's friends or family that it's going to be a proper a proper night out you might want to go for a drink beforehand you certainly might want to go for a drink afterwards because there'll be loads to talk about but the music the sing-along and well-known mm. songs will be a big part of that won't it they're huge i mean in the in the movie they were pretty much the sort of backdrop to it but i think the stage production brings them center so for example you get songs like i uh, it's raining men which opens the whole piece up and sort of sets the tone and who doesn't know and love it's raining men and the women who sing it in our production are just incredible yeah our divas are phenomenal oh, <laughs> their voices are just extraordinary but then you get things like uh, what's love got to do with it tina turner you get cindy crawford uh, cindy uh, lauper's true colors and girls just want to have fun you get venus by banana rama groove you get, thing shake your groove thing on peaches and herb and you know these are classics 
songs yeah. that, you know, if they come on in anybody's night out, they're going to guarantee to pack the dance floor. So to have those as part of a narrative and a story that actually adds to the story is really a beautiful thing. It's really well done. And we get a luxury of a live band as well. Yes. So it's not just like hearing them on the radio. You've got a full kind of band to play along with. And the finale is incredible. <laughs> I think we rerun most of the songs <coughs> in the show again mm. in the finale, which hopefully, you know, I know there's some uh, press in theatre land about joining in and whether joining mm. in is okay, but we'll happily have people join in in our finale. In that finale. Stand up on their feet. Get up, and, disco dance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and how many people are involved? Because obviously everybody's giving giving a lot of time to this. How many people are in are in the organisation? Um, so the way we work is we, we are affiliated to an organisation called NODA, which is uh, National Operatic and Dramatic Association. So they're an organisation that support us as community theatre um, and we're in a, a district of a number of other op- operatic societies. I think people have moved away from the operatic now, haven't they? I but think so. Um, we're more musical theatre. So we're affiliated to that large organisation but there's um, I think eight of us currently on our committee um, who kind of take on that kind of production side um, and take on different roles so it's not our real life job in any way I work in a school nine till five um, but I take on a role and, and do some production side so there's a number of us there and I think we're around a, we're a smaller cast this time actually mm. which is quite nice isn't it it's a little yeah. bit more intimate um, but we've probably got around 20 25 people in the in the cast and company. I can't believe there's only eight on your committee to, yeah. to sort everything because obviously that includes all the all the nuts and bolts that you need yeah, but then but then the actual the bits like this to actually promote it and market it are pretty important as well so people yeah, know so yeah we kind of split the the jobs up and obviously everybody that sits in our community it's a voluntary Who, who's good at putting the banners up because i keep seeing banners up in oh, <coughs> well liz is, our chairperson has had them printed um they're a fantastic design this time all the they look promo great, stuff yeah. looks great they just look great um we've got uh, marmaduke to thank for that um who have done our program design and uh digital design but yeah we've got the banners up now which is exciting that's yes. normally the first sign that we're getting to like show week isn't yeah, it you start yeah, yeah. seeing the banners and we've had uh, a couple of bits of press come down to the rehearsal room mm-hmm. and for anybody who's a social media follower um, we're quite big on our Instagram and we're going to be posting some sign of behind the scenes footage this time because that was something that came out of the last production that people enjoyed so we've done some interviews mini interviews with the cast that'll come up on stories oh, so and, where do we find you what's the, um, what's the handle so it is hey HSAP or Harrogate St Andrews players on both Instagram and Facebook so if you're into kind of seeing the behind the scenes and maybe finding out a little bit more about who's in it you will see those sneak peeks over the next uh, kind of week or so. The show is on Wednesday the 25th to Saturday the 28th of October so you've got this great you've got this great run right into the the weekend when half term starts and everything and Mm. hopefully everybody who hears this is going to be in the mood for a party and in the mood to come along yeah definitely we've got a couple of deals on for people who want tickets so we're doing a mini group so if you want to come with a group of friends any variation of four tickets we're doing two pounds off seat and if you are one of our kind of fabulous blue light heroes Mm -hmm. or nhs heroes we're doing a sort of 10 percent discount for them and there's a code that's on our social media for you to be able to get that so the best place to put your tickets is from the harrogate theater box office but then if we look for you guys on socials you'll see all the other bits and pieces yeah definitely so through the theater box office um and uh, you can do that online or over the phone 
Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate both of you making the time to come in and see us, to tell us all about it as well. And I know that loads of work, loads of work Mm -hmm. goes into this from somebody first suggesting the idea and all the committee meetings and all the WhatsApp groups and all the things. The WhatsApp groups are going crazy with the cats. (laughs) They are going crazy. Currently mostly about Bernadette's bistro. (laughs) So Bernadette here is hosting a bistro on Sunday for the cast to be able to feed them before our long rehearsal. In between click tracks and the run through. (laughs) We've only got an hour, so I've invited everyone back to our house for a big pot of veggie curry and rice. And they've all taken me up on it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's it's a lot of time. It's a lot of time. So so wish you the very, very best of luck. And thank you. Thank you so much for sharing it. So go to harrogatetheatre.co.uk to book your tickets. All the details are there. And just tell us again the handle on socials, Vicky. So it's HSAP or Harrogate St Andrews Players. Both of them will get you to us. Brilliant. Thank you so much for your time. 